Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee caskets and cocktails will be the last ones to let you down. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy. And welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. And by the way, yes, Merry Christmas. That's right. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's it's my absolute most favorite time of year. Yeah, mine too. I think it's everybody's. I know. Because they sure spend a lot of money. Yeah, you get lots of presents. Yeah. You get good drinks, good food, and I love giving presents too. That's my favorite. Yeah, well, I'm glad because I love getting them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you've been good, maybe you'll get one, Mr. Danny. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, we have an awesome show for you guys today, and we are um, got a great question from an awesome podcast. The, oh, yeah? Yeah, the podcast is called That's Weird, and Christy and Ashley are based in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been there many, many times. And they just talk about all sorts of weird stuff. They talk about, like, Bigfoot. They talk about weird murders. They talk about all sorts of weird stuff. I think it's primarily in the Pacific Northwest. I think they have a lot of weird stuff going on up there. Well, I mean, it's dark and it's kind, kind of, of a misty drizzle. And yeah. I read all know, the Twilight books. I know. Oh, well, okay. Then, <laughs> then, then you've got an ac accurate picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's a, they've got a rainforest up there. I know. Yeah, up in the Northwest, there's yeah. a rainforest. Yeah. That's just crazy. I know. It really is. So, And I know that you actually did a lot of work up there. And I did. so um, Christy and Ashley from That's Weird Podcast want to know what's one of the weirdest things that you've ever experienced? And they the weirder, the better. Ooh. And and I'm tagging on that just because I know you've worked a lot in the Pacific <laughs> yeah. Northwest. Yeah. Maybe give them a, a hometown, a homegrown story. Well do you know anything? Uh, yeah, I know a few a few Northwest stories. Uh-huh. Um uh, in that I was East Tennessee country boy going uh -huh. up there trying to uh do some acquisitions and mergers and stuff like that. And uh I got I was found in Eugene, Oregon mm -hmm. at the Hilton Hotel. Okay. And I got stuck up there for like a month. I couldn't come home. Why? Well, because it was I had so much business. Oh, well. And I couldn't go home and then fly five hours back. Yeah. And then, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, anyway, one of the things in downtown um, Eugene, Oregon, mm -hmm. and I don't know if they still do this or not, but they've got this huge park. Uh-huh. And it was just Every weekend, it was covered in tents. Uh-huh. And you remember seeing history books about 1968, 69, 70, 72. Yeah. You remember how we looked back then? Yes. Okay. I wasn't around, but I, I saw know. the picture. But you saw how we looked. Yes. Okay. Well, they're still there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like I it. I mean, beards and long hair and the, uh -huh. the little kids running around, you know, with dirty diapers and uh -huh. all this stuff. <laughs> And they're selling hand-pressed, uh, uh, what do you call it, stuff? Pot cookies? Incense. Oh. Incense, <laughs> not pot cookies. 
but I guess maybe they are. I don't know. Uh, and uh, while I was up there, there was one of the one poster. Uh, Jerry Garcia had a farm up there, uh-huh. and once a year, he would have a big concert. Oh well, that's cool. And uh, well, kinda. Mm-hmm. Every deadhead in the country would show up there. Uh huh. No money. Uh oh. No food. Uh oh. No place to stay. And so they, there was this picture of the backside of a man and a woman walking down this dirt road. Uh huh. Naked. Uh-huh. And there's a huge pile of clothes. Uh-huh. And it said, Welcome to Jerry Garcia's farm. Clothes optional. Oh my. <laughs> but they would raid all the food banks uh-huh. and just you well, know, just wear them out on, on uh-huh. the food. But anyway, that's not the weird thing. I, I mean, walking around naked at a concert. I've been to some of those hippie concerts, and that, it's a lot of fun, but I don't want to see, I don't want to be naked there. It's pretty dirty. <laughs> yeah, I'm too big of a germaphobe for that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of muddy. Yeah. Kind of muddy. <laughs> but uh, that's not the weird stuff. The weird stuff, I'm, I met a lot of people, and they just have a different view of the world, mm-hmm. and they have a different view of things. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this was this was a number of years ago. This was before the... Oregon Ducks were good at football, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, <laughs> were their fancy uniforms? Yeah, they, yeah, metallic uniforms. Uh, and I met this couple I was trying to do a deal with, and uh, he had done some things, and he wound up with some funeral homes and some cemeteries. Okay. And what's the first thing you do when you get a funeral home, a new funeral home? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> you go down and you buy you a brand new hearse. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, buy you want a, a new, new house, toss so, it in there. So what do you do when you have a brand new hearse? I mean, you write some business? You go down and downtown and try to pick up a whore. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that and, would not have been one of my top things. Well, it was his. Oh, goodness. And, and unfortunately for him, she was an undercover police officer. Oh, no. She not only arrested him, but she uh, confiscated his brand new hers. Oh. And, uh, but he was a, such a unique guy. I mean, uh-huh. he. Uh, this was when cell phones were really kind of catching on. Uh-huh. And they were still kind of big. Right. You know, about the size of a brick. Uh-huh. And... Uh, he and his lovely wife. Um, Did she mind that he was picking up? Well, no, this was his second wife. Oh, okay, okay. The, the first, first one, she wasn't excited. <laughs> she wasn't as excited about it as, as he was. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay, I got you now. But, and so, the, hence came the second okay, wife. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, anyway, as the story progresses, you're going to be really shaking your head. Okay. But uh, they had these cell phones. Okay. And uh, they altered a carpenter's bag uh-huh. to hold their cell phones like a holster. Like like one that you put like a screwdriver and a hammer in? Kind of like that, yeah. yeah okay. Kind of like that. That's strange. And they had these, these old leather belts. Old wore out leather belts uh, okay. that they wore. Whether she was wearing a nice dress uh-huh. or a pants suit, or whether he was wearing a suit, he had this old leather. So thing. they were in it together. So they oh, both yeah, they, they bo- both wore them at the same time. Oh, they loved it. And, <laughs> that is so weird. 
the, the phone would ring and they would snatch those things out like drawing a gun, like a gunfighter. <laughs> Bang! They go, hello. <laughs> and, uh, were, were they super intense when they opened the uh, when they answered the call? Oh, I yeah, would think that were. like that action whole, draw was. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was just like a gun. <laughs> On the other end, you're like, oh, maybe this is the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> it was. A, it was like a gunfight, and uh, but anyway. They, that was what their M.O. was. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, it was <laughs> just so really odd. Yeah. And uh, back then, of course, it wasn't like now you pick up a phone and you call Japan. Right. Okay, you had to still, even though it was cell phones, still had to go through operators okay. and all that kind of mess. But anyway, so uh, I'm able, I'm, I'm such a simpleton. Okay. <laughs> you know, in where I come from, blackberries mm-hmm. are about the size of the tip of your little finger. Uh-huh. And they come right uh, J- uh, July the 4th. Okay. You can go pick blackberries. Uh-huh. So up there, I was I was going around looking at cemeteries, and there were these big bushes, and these huge black objects were on there. Uh-huh. And I said, what the heck is that stuff? Uh-huh. He said, oh, those are blackberries. Huh. I said, it can't be blackberries. Uh-huh. It's the end of September. He said, it's blackberries. And I tasted them, and they was out of this world. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, God, this is a menace. We're, we got to clear all uh-huh. these out. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's one of the things. But they, she picked five-gallon bucket and made me blackberry jelly and mailed it to me. Oh, that's sweet. Well, I wound up getting a deal done with them, uh-huh. getting it all done. And... Uh, we sent a fella up there, an older fella, uh, who had a gravelier voice than me. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was really scary. Uh-huh. You think I'm scary? <laughs> he was really scary. And uh, anyway, they fell in love with him. Uh-huh. They just loved that guy. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, we shipped his car out there. We He had a, he carried around a little... Wait, he moved there, like, for good? Yeah, yeah, did, to move there to run up the whole operation. Okay, okay. Okay, because we just paid them a chunk. We uh-huh. made them millionaires. Okay. Okay? And so they fell in love with this guy and uh, showed him around town and made sure he understood everything. I feel like this story is going somewhere real weird. No, no. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so they decide, like anybody else that became millionaires uh-huh. would decide, mm-hmm. to uh, move out of hometown uh-huh. and move to Nevada uh-huh. and buy a bankrupt whorehouse. Oh, my gosh. And then name it after their wife. Oh, well, that was <laughs> that sweet. Was sweet. That, that was real, sweet. It was dear. The, the husband and wife did this? Yeah. Together. Yeah, together. They well, did this. It is the oldest and, business around. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. And uh, for, and clearly he was a customer. He, he <laughs> was, uh, he, he didn't have anything against it. Yes. No, no and, judgment. And uh, he, uh, there was a, behind their whorehouse, uh-huh. or I guess I shouldn't say that, I no. should say like, New business. Yes, new, new business. I like that. New better. business. Uh-huh. Be- behind their new business was a nudist colony. Oh man! And uh, they uh, played softball and baseball uh-huh. and you know volleyball and uh-huh. shuffleboard and all this stuff. And so uh, this couple uh, visited 
Uh-huh. And seemed to think that that was the thing to do, so they joined the nudist colony. So they o- that they owned, owned a new business, new business, and then they joined the nudist colony post after that. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. And they still, you know, had connection with oh, yeah. with the guy that worked for us. Okay, okay. In, in Oregon. Gotcha. And so I went by to six months, eight months later. I went by to see how he was doing, how he was adapting. Uh-huh. And uh, I went into his office and I went around the back of his desk and sat down in his chair because I had to do some reports. And I looked up and there was an 8 by 10 picture oh, no. of the couple, oh, my God. arm in arm, with their leather belts Stop and it. their telephones <laughs> and a pith helmet, oh, butt ass oh, naked. Oh my God. <laughs> and I told, and it, they signed it. Love. Oh. <laughs> and he had it on his desk. Oh my god! And I told him, I said, I said, man, you can't be doing this. I said, people come in here. He said, nobody's got any business behind my desk. Not even you. Get around. Get out from behind there. Oh. So I got out from behind okay. there. Okay. I have a lot of friends. Uh huh. And I don't want anybody's eight by ten nude picture pick. <laughs> I don't even want it in a drawer somewhere. I, needless to say, on my desk. I, well, you know, I, I mean, mean, I guess the three of them really made a special bond when I, you were saying that. You know, I guess. Yeah. I guess, but uh, they just have a different view of things. Oh my goodness! They don't view things kind of like the South does. Oh goodness! Well, Christy and Ashley from That's Weird podcast. I am pretty sure that's a pretty weird (laughs) Pacific Northwest story for you ladies right there. So that was pretty weird. Yeah, it was. It was. They were a weird group. Yeah. Well, we have um, a social media question that came from um, Instagram from More Than a Spoonie, and she uh, is a, an awesome advocate for folks with chronic diseases. Uh-huh. She's got a really interesting Instagram page, and um, she's based over in the UK. And she wants to know is. She has a couple of questions. So, is cremation sustainable? Is it bad for the environment? Does it smell? And uh, how long does it take? Wow. Yeah. And I, She's I never. Curious. I am too. After I got this, I was like, those are really good questions. I think the does it smell question I get from everyone when they hear uh, that there's a crematory and, you know, yeah. grew up around crematories yeah. and stuff. They all, that's the first question they always yeah. ask. So, yeah. does it smell? No. It does not. No. no it doesn't. Yeah, it's it very doesn't. strange. You don't smell anything. Well, the thing about it is, uh, you're, I don't know how much detail you want. Not, not a ton. Uh, okay. Uh, you heat everything up to 1,650 degrees. Mm-hmm. That's hot. It's really hot. Okay. And then you put put the person in, mm-hmm. and it uh, takes about three hours, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, to, to get everything taken care of, uh-huh. you know, depending on the size. Yeah. Uh, but it takes about three hours. Uh, is it sustainable? Yeah, it's sustainable. Uh, does it hurt the environment? It's carbon-based. I yeah. mean, 
you're using natural gas, it doesn't hurt as much as, you know, in India where they use wood. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's true. And play in China where they use logs and wood and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you so, have some pretty, I mean, there are extremely tight regulations. Very tight. Especially in the U.S. I'm not sure about other countries. Mm-hmm. But in the U.S., I know that the the regulatory bodies that come in and check and before you open, they oh, gosh, yeah. stop in and do spot checks. I mean, the, occasionally you hear weird stories about, well, like that incident in Chattanooga, outside of Chattanooga. Yeah, in Tryon, Georgia. Tryon, Georgia. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, that was a real weird case. I mean, because, uh, I mean, they were good folks, good people. And, and you, I knew them all. Yeah, you actually knew yeah. these people. And uh, I, nobody can figure out why, because it was a family. Uh-huh. It was a family affair. Yeah. Uh, daughter was a funeral director. One son ran the... Mm-hmm. Uh, crematory one son did the digging of the graves and vaults mm-hmm. and the parents ran it yeah all that sort of stuff i mean they were a great 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 family and something happened i don't know they maybe went crazy or something i don't know if and it, maybe if tell it, people what happened well what he did was there because the uh epa requirements as far as crematories back at that particular mm-hmm. time were and the technology mm-hmm. had not caught up uh, and they were pretty stiff he was the only crematory in probably a 60 mile radius yeah. and so he was getting all kinds of bodies and he was he was uh, taking these bodies from funeral homes all over well his crematory broke yeah. And instead of fixing his crematory, uh-huh. he just kept getting the bodies. Ugh. And he was thinking, you know, I'm going to get them off. I'm going to get it fixed. I'm going to catch up and all this sort yeah. of stuff. Well, it didn't. And when they came in on him, he had over 400 bodies around the, the facility that they came in and... and and this is the real strange part. They came in and they charged him with 300 misdemeanors. Dear Lord, how in the world? And God bless those people whose family members were found out there. Yeah. I mean, that is absolutely horrific. Horrific. And to have someone who we personally knew yes. do that is the most and that's horrifying what, That thing. was such a good, good guy. And nobody... Knows why he did it. I don't know if it was drugs. Oh, maybe. You know, I don't know. I just, I just don't know because his parents were very successful. His brother was very successful. His sister was very successful. Yeah. He was extremely successful. And then bang. And then bang. He's laying dead bodies all over the yeah. place and yeah. just letting them go. And oh, uh, but that technology is such now, right? That. Uh, it does. It captures all the particulates and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and so you're just really getting burnt gas fumes uh-huh. in into the atmosphere. Yeah. Which I say, like I said earlier, it's a lot better than what they do in other countries where they just cremate you with wood. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, and then we, of course, after the cremation, we process the remains, mm-hmm. and that's what. 
a person gets, mm-hmm. which is okay. the processed remains yeah. uh, in an urn. Uh-huh. Uh, they have jewelry now you put in jewelry. Right. One of the big things, if you're thinking about cremation, that you need to talk to your local cremation provider, funeral director, or whoever. Uh, it's a thing where they take your fingerprints, uh-huh. okay? And they send them off to, and there's about four or five companies that do this. Uh-huh. And they send them off to four or five different, to whoever. Uh-huh. And they take that fingerprint and do a cast in bronze yeah. uh, little droplet that you can wear around your neck, put it on a keychain Yeah. to where when you touch it, you always think oh, of your loved one. I love that so much. Yeah. I think that is so special. I've never, I, thank goodness I've never had that with a loved one, but I know when um, my dog passed away earlier this year, uh, they gave me a little paw print, and I just think it's so special and so sweet, so I can't only imagine that that's, really comforting to people. Yeah, and it it does. It really really does uh, uh comfort people. And the every every funeral provider should provide that service of taking fingerprints just for the survivors. I love it. I love it. Well, um at more than a spoonie, I hope that answered your question. You guys out there check her out on Instagram. Like I said, she's a big advocate for folks with chronic diseases. It's a really interesting Instagram page. Um, so with it being Christmas, I want to end on a sweet note. Huh? Yeah. So I thought this was so funny. We attended, we went to church with um, my brother, your son, yeah. just the other day for a, a special family gathering. And his preacher came up and talked to us and he was like I am a big fan of y'all's show and I thought that was so much fun yeah. and, I, and I've had several people come up and say oh I'm a f- I've, I love your show and then you know you kind of you don't want to ask too many questions because you don't I, I'm a southern lady I don't want to embarrass anybody if they haven't really listened yeah, you right, know right. but he really had because he knew several of the stories yeah, and did. talked about several different episodes which I, I thought was so cool well I think it's cool because we're uh, we got the seal of approval from a preacher. I like that too. Yeah. I like that too. <laughs> and I do let a few words slip occasionally. Occasionally, but not, not we're not a, we're definitely not an R rating. I'd say a, a good solid PG thirteen. Fifteen. Maybe fifteen. Yeah, Maybe okay. fifteen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, he said something that kind of struck me. He said. Yeah, I bet in your business you see the worst of people, but and also the best of people. And I think on this podcast we really we really focus on the worst of people. Yeah, and we do. and let's be honest, those are probably the most entertaining uh, ones that we have. They crack me up. Yeah, they're funny. But with it being Christmas, I want to end on a best of people. Do you have something where you saw we, the best of a person? Well, I saw. The worst and the best at the same time by the same people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've got to do this to where I don't cry. Okay. okay? And, and for those of y'all at home, uh, you don't know this, but Mr. Danny, is a he's a crier. Yeah, And I he's am. a sweet crier. He cries about sweet stuff. And I already <laughs> warned him about this. I said, whenever you tell me this story, you can't cry. His yeah. eyes are already welling up. So I think y'all are going to hear a cry. <laughs> But uh, when, I don't know if if you remember the stories. Uh, the when I'm saying this, I'm talking about the folks out there listening. I don't know if you remember the story about 
the biker gang. And that's a, a episode called uh, Bikers Like Seersucker and Bow Ties, right? Yeah, something so, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, they were they were rough as a cob. Uh-huh. And uh, men that you didn't fool with. Right. Okay. And uh, this dear, sweet little old country woman mm-hmm. had lost her son. Uh-huh. And all of these great, big, burly, tattooed bikers uh-huh. with guns and knives and everything uh-huh. were there showing how macho and mean they were. Uh-huh. And they all came up to that sweet little old lady. Oh, daddy don't. <laughs> and, and was hugging her and kissing her and uh-huh. telling her how much they loved her and all uh-huh. that stuff. And I just thought that was sweet. It was. And dear. Is. At the same time, you still didn't want to mess with them. Right. Okay? <laughs> but their, their genuine expression of concern and caring uh, was touching. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they'd cut your head off with a knife. Yeah. You know? I think it's maybe that one stood out because it was such a stark yeah. difference because you could tell that it was just I think what so the, the word they use nowadays is ju- just a position. Yes. Just a position. Uh-huh. And right there, uh-huh. you know, right in front of you, you saw the very good and you saw the very bad. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, no matter how bad you are, you still love somebody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, that was sweet. And I'm getting a little teary-eyed watching <laughs> him get teary-eyed. That's why I didn't want him to get choked up. Gosh. But um, I think that is an awesome story to end on for this Christmas week. Okay. Yeah, and we just are so grateful that we get to do this show and hang out with you guys, and I'm so excited people are listening. Yeah, I am too. How many people is it now? Oh, we have a ton now. Like oh, really? A, a ton, a ton, a ton. And so we're wow. over 8,000 subscribers, oh, and we're growing daily. Oh, wow. So keep on telling your friends and family about us. Be sure to follow us on social media at Caskets and Cocktails. If you like us, tell everybody you know if you don't like us don't say a word yeah true that's true let's toss <laughs> yeah. that in there yeah yeah and you know what we, we um have a lot of big exciting stuff coming up in 2019 oh yeah i cannot wait to tell you some of this stuff that we have in the works um we are just gonna keep growing and getting larger and larger we got some just really fun things that we're gonna talk about come new year um, be sure again to follow us. We're at Caskets and Cocktails um, on all social media and email us and call us your questions. All the information is in the show notes. So be sure to go out there, click, give us a call, leave us a voicemail, um, shoot us an email because we absolutely love hearing from you guys. And or subscribe. And subscribe. Subscribe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because Caskets and Cocktails. We'll be the last ones to let you down. Hey, Christy, what do we talk about on our podcast? Well, Ashley, we talk about all kinds of weird stuff. Like aliens. And ghosts. And cults. And cryptids. And witches. And murders. Yeah, even sometimes murders. Basically, we talk about all kinds of weird shit. Oh, I already said that. Oh. 
So yeah, if you like weird topics, feminist rants, and the occasional F-bomb, you should listen to us. We post new episodes every other Monday. Find us online at that'sweird.org. And subscribe to That's Weird on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh my goodness. So Killer Trace has a new product, and I am so excited. Really? Yes. What's it about? It is a product, it's called the True Detective Kit, and it is specifically for parties or meetup events or big groups. I mean, it looks amazing. It's like a giant evidence box, and it has all the stuff you need to throw a crime-minded solving party. Oh, wow. I know. It's like, you know, back in the day, people used to do those murder mystery parties. Yeah, like uh, the butler did it with a candlestick. Yes, yes. But in the library. Yes, kind of like that, yeah. except, like, for real. Uh, I mean, it's not really for real, but it feels like it's for real. I cannot, nobody dies. I mean, in the, no, not, no, not okay, for good. real. That's not good. For real. That's, that's a, good. That's a plus. That's, but yeah. I cannot wait to that do this with my girlfriend. customers. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it's a yeah. bad idea to kill, kill yeah. off your own yeah. customers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you guys, go out and check out Killer Trace. Be sure to get your True Detective kit today and use code CAC2018. That's code CAC2018. We love Killer Trace. I know you guys will too. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is try it once and you're hooked. Absolutely.